Welcome to the Breath of Fresh Tea podcast. Hey. Is she on? There she is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. She's made it. How's everyone doing? Good. Very good. What have you been up to today, Jay? Uh, it's been a pretty chill day today. Um, just working. Um, it's been quite nice and relaxing. Um, cooked some nice lunch. Spent some time on the balcony. Um, so, nothing too exciting. Okay. What did you make? I didn't hear. Did you just say? I didn't hear. Um, no, I didn't say. Um, so I made some chicken. Right. Um, and I had it with, with some like leftover rice um, and some coleslaw. Okay. Uh, is this yeah. Chef Jay? Like, this Chef Jay, kitchen vibes. Pretty much, yeah. I've been cooking loads recently, so I'm, uh, I'm perfecting my craft, should we say. Oh. Uh, a little bit of a West Indian influence, or is it something different? Definitely West Indian stuff. <laughs> uh, the coleslaw, so the coleslaw, like, my mum used to make it for me like growing up. Um, and it always used to be like, it's the best coleslaw ever. It's not like the cheap stuff that you get in like, Tesco's, or even though I am in this. It's like proper coleslaw with like yeah. um, like cabbage and like carrots, like proper finely chopped and like sweet corn. Like so much more flavour. Um, and then like I started making it recently myself. Um, and now it tastes just like my mum's. So I'm like just cooking like batches and batches and batches of it. <laughs> but every single right, one. Send it to everyone. Yeah. And we can... We've just heard a book called Flavours. Um, Flavor Brothers. Flavor oh. Brothers. These two Jamaican brothers, um, and it's all about you know classic Jamaican food, jerk chicken, yeah. um, and all of that. So we are going to just basically fill ourselves on Caribbean food for the next pandemic. It's only because I got fed up because my mum and my nan and that would never tell me the measurements and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, uh-huh. And a little bit of that goes into it. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Caribbean parents don't like follow recipes or anything. They're just like, oh yeah, you do this and you do that and you do that. Because they've been doing it like their whole lives. So they don't really have like, they just do it. Whereas like... Well, what the they say is like, a, a, what is it? A, a little bit of... A little, little bit of something. Right, I'll intro it then. So welcome to the fresh, a breath of fresh tea podcast. Woohoo! Of that. Um, so we'll just do like a quick intro. So, Cal, if you want to go first. Oh, hey everyone. Um, my name is Martin Richards. Um, I am the boyfriend and fiance of the host. <laughs> yeah. Um, plans are now on hold just for now because of this whole pandemic, which we will go into soon. Um, but I am thirty. Yay! Just turned that in November last year. Yeah. Still her. I'm okay. I'm all right about it. Um, it's all right. At least we didn't have a birthday during the crisis. Yeah. Um, emoji. However long it goes on until. Um, but I work in co-working. I'm a manager of a building and I just look after people. Um, it's a pretty easy, normal job. And I just do events and, um, yeah, just look after startups and small, medium enterprises. It's fun, but I miss people. But, yeah, that's my life right now at the moment. Glad we got you on because you can talk for days, basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking for us, Martin. <laughs> so, you're welcome. It's like doing a dating profile. 
Leon, I enjoyed long walks on the beach and anal. Thirty-four, melanin strong with this one. Um, working fintech, secretary for Stowall, and that's how we're pretty much all loosely collected. Uh, Oz, uh, my name's Ollie Rabi. I'm uh, thirty-one. Um, I'm a GP in Hackney, uh, so still still rocking into work although i do only work three days a week at the moment so it's not yes, get it well done <laughs> get it <laughs> um and then yeah i've obviously met all of all of these glamorous queens through playing football with stonewall um yeah that's about me and the face of adidas it's the mother Teresa, aka <laughs> I like, I like her. She said that. do you reckon they're looking for a voice of adidas at the moment you <laughs> mate yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm Jamil Lamonius or Jay Lamonius. Um or depending on where you follow me on social media on, on Instagram, I'm actually Jay Catalano. So uh yeah. Uh, you, know, you got a lot of names, isn't it? What's the meaning behind that? I've got a, a lot of aliases, which uh yeah, if you meet me for the first time, it might take perfect years. People might think that I'm like a con artist or something. <laughs> um but yeah Catalano. Yeah, Catalano, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm 29. Um, I work in football, um, and yeah, like a, also Stonewall FC first team captain, um, and that's how I know these guys. So yeah, through uh, through LGBT football, go Stonewall. Beautiful. So what's going on with the new job, Jay? How are you getting on? How are you finding it? It's been good. It's been really, really interesting. Obviously, um, so I, I left my old job and went straight into a new job from on the Monday. So like it went from a Friday to Monday thing. Um, but like the last couple of weeks at my old place, um, they they closed down um, precautionary because a member of staff thought they were came into contact with somebody uh, who had Miss Rona. Um, so I didn't really get like a proper leave or anything. Okay, Miss <laughs> Rona, you're probably the first person I've heard use it actually in person. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the uh, the humour to it as, as as depressing as uh, a lot of it's uh, been so far. But um, but yeah, so um, I, my second day of of the new job, they were like, oh yeah, we're closing the office. So I've gone from like having uh, an office close of leaving uh, during my leaving drinks or my leaving sort of period to uh, joining a new job, and then as soon as I arrive, they start closing their offices. So for a second, I thought it was just me, but. Um, uh-huh. it's, it's, oh, it's clear business, left, right, and center. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's been good. Furlough um, is that are you like safe from that? Like immune, or because I know like a few of our friends and Martin as well. He's experienced it. So. Yeah. Um, I'm quite lucky. Actually, I'm quite proficient in the fact that my my role is quite um, it's quite steady and it's quite secure at the moment. Um, the organisation I work for is quite secure because it's effectively part of the establishment. So um, people will be, no doubt, furloughed at some stage, but because um, there's so much uncertainty, um, we're not quite sure what that looks like. But I'm quite lucky. I, there's no talk of kind of me um, going on furlough at the moment or anything. Um, um, hello, Pierre. Well, yeah. I didn't hear, I didn't hear that, Martin. What did you say? Sorry. That weird, isn't it? Uh, am I the only one that's been furloughed then here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I haven't. I'm aware of. We might find out when I go in tomorrow. 
but uh, <laughs> really weird if you got <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> If you get Wait, fired on the body, then we're truly messed up. We're truly fucked. <laughs> I got fired on the first of April, um, and that's so I got I got the eighty percent. But then my finance director called me um, personally and said that we will top up the twenty percent anyway. So it's oh, still a hundred percent okay. But there's a lot of people out there that you know they don't they're not lucky, I guess in various industries like one of our friends he's in recruitment and he lives off a bonus um so his lifestyle has completely changed i guess and you know various others so bonus and swings yeah. bonus baker but he will be on the show soon um but yeah no i've been quite lucky with my job um so just been told not to work i can volunteer and, and right now I'm just, I've just started a digital marketing course. Um, so doing that, learning French and Japanese, Watashiwa. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm bringing through it at the moment, but I'm finding it a little hard because I'm just a little bored um, of the monotony of you know, not going out and not, not being able to see people, which is hard. Luckily, you know, most of us are all, you know, we've all got partners, but, you know, we need to see other people too. Mm. How's the, uh, how's the Japanese going? Well, uh, so I've got French and Japanese on the go. Japanese is hard uh, to try and understand just their writing. I'm just like, you, I'm trying to remember shapes. I'm like, one looks like a spaceship and one looks like a shovel. One means two, one means seven. So I'm just like, all right, I've got to get my brain around that. So I think I need, I need like a Japanese person to just like, just tell me how to learn it. How to read? Yuto? Could you speak to Yuto? Oh my! I could do Yuto. I could do Yuto as an actual Japanese person, uh, and your friend Matt, who's like lived in Japan, uh, as like an English way of learning Japanese. So yeah. I, could, I will approach them both. Thank you, uh, Ali. Full of ideas. <laughs> Always helpful, unless it's a quiz. It'll be a token medical round, and then I've got a fairly high chance of getting that. So. I'm actually the game changing, you know, those one point or two points might that's why I come in handy. Just give me that edge. I would if George did a medical round and someone beat beat you on it. I would love to see that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's everyone doing in terms of like fighting the boredom? Anyone picked up any new hobbies? Obviously like Martin's doing Japanese and French. Jay seems to be up staring up a storm in the kitchen. Is that your new hobby, Jay? Is it your uh, no, to be fair, I've always kind of cooked and stuff. And Tom's like obsessed with food, and so is, so is his brother. So, like, if I'm like cooked up with these guys, um, a lot of the time, like, our, our days revolve around deciding what we're going to have for dinner, and that's uh, as exciting as it gets. So, we like taking turns, but yeah, they're both like Tom and Philip are obsessed with food. So, we're cooking like all these bouge, uh, bouge meals for dinner. Um, but then sort of speaking on scraps. What type of booze meals? Give us an example. What's their influence? Oh, God. So they're both like pescatarian um, or veggie. Or, so most of the meals are like veggie based. Um, yes, the other day Tom made, um, no, Philip made pasca, pasta puttanesca, I think it was. Um, yeah, a lot of it's like Italian. No, not homemade. No, <laughs> that'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really uh, yeah, but a lot of it's like Italian influenced. Um, we haven't any German food yet. 
Um, well, that's what I thought it would exactly be because that's where he's from. So yeah. I thought sausage and sauerkraut yeah. today. Yeah, I'm not mad about sausages. Although we had had hot dogs yesterday, but I'm not. I'm not the most. <laughs> I like a good sausage. I really yeah. like that. <laughs> I, like, yeah. <laughs> I really like it. What's the place, Ham? Is he German? I could try the whole yeah. menu. Ooh. And I'm, I'm done. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've never been to Hermans in German, considering there's one like right outside heaven. Yeah, but why? Oh, yeah. I was speaking to Freddie, and he works, I think he works like opposite, and he said he'd never even thought about going. I'm like, what? It's getting. Is he even yeah, there? Get yourself some first. So, how, in terms of like hobbies and stuff, I mean, I'm trying to produce a little track, and I'm taunting Adam by sending little snippets over it. He thinks it's fire, trying to put him out of a job. Um, Ollie, you, you kind of yeah, it as well. good. It was really good. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I was very impressed. I didn't I, honestly at first. I thought I was wondering whether it was going to be the start of like a mix, as in you were mixing in two tunes that you had like you'd bought or something. So I was like, when you said you'd made it, I was like, yeah, get it. Yeah, it's like budget Adam style. You liked it, that one. Was this the tune you made yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. really good. How's it yeah. What's the vibe? Is it is it disco um, or is it trance? Something in between house and disco. Basically, I'm just like smashing through my bucket list. I say bucket list, like goals for the year. So in about two weeks, I'm not going to have anything to do apart from work. <laughs> yeah. But what have you been up to? Um, Any new hobbies? Not really, to be honest. I was thinking about that today because, like, obviously, I was I normally work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then try and do some locum shift to other practices on the Monday and Friday. But because of the way that things are at the moment, I'm trying to avoid, you know, unnecessary contact in loads of different places. So I'm going to probably mainly just be working at the place in Hackney. So I will have time on Monday and Friday. But I mean, like today, I just I literally read for a bit and then went for a run and did a workout and then sort of carried down the hours until this started so uh, with your locum can you is there like possibility for you to go on the front line to like the nightingale hospital or somewhere else is that something else or is it just gp yeah no i mean they they need people really at the nightingale who can like man ventilators so it's people who've got like intensive care experience um so i'd be <laughs> highly underskilled uh to go there uh <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I think uh, there is still a need for people, obviously, to do general practice work because I think at the moment, you know, people are so scared about um, coronavirus. If, like, they're, they're not really coming to the doctors that much about their other health issues, but that's going to start rearing its head soon. Uh, and I think we've the, for the last few weeks, it's not been overly busy, but I think there's going to be a backlash um, where other issues that people have that aren't, coronavirus you know need addressing and, and i think they will you know there will be a, a bit of pressure being put on well that's it i mentioned to you the other day about my leg because i had cancer yeah. on my leg um, just a checkup because it's all gone and everything's fine but it was just a checkup to see how how it's all going and maybe how the you know the scars healing so i did call them and i got through to the homerton and they said um because i they didn't tell me if it was cancelled or not cancelled but like I just assumed because of everything that, yeah. that was going on that we lost, and somehow I got through on the day before, and they said, "Oh yeah, this is cancelled." 
um, so you don't need to come. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it would have been nice to be told, but I do understand everything that's going on. So, yeah, thank you. Um, and that will just be arranged. But like you said, everything now with like cancer updates and everything else will, you know, take a backlash yeah. from it. And yeah, hospital. I mean, it's it's going to be, yeah. Well, it's it already is obviously an incredibly challenging time, I think, for the NHS. But I think it's. The, the repercussions post coronavirus are going to be felt for quite some time. So yeah, we'll see, but yeah, back, back to the original question, I definitely need to find a hobby or maybe pick up mixing a bit more. Um, or in fact, I was going to ask you Martin, cause I, I mean, I went through multiple phases of trying to learn different languages on Duolingo, but found main issue is if you don't actually speak it, like as soon as someone speaks it to you, just like, you know, you have that little yeah. picture on your phone of like a frog or something. Like that. I find Duolingo a bit too easy to like yeah, breeze exactly. through. Like it's quite. So, um, quite I was having a look today actually at like Barbel or like a um, a yeah. workbook Barble that used to, to be really good. Level. Yeah, so I might actually just do Barbel instead, and that will actually probably test my French. And then Japanese might be an easier way of basic understanding. So yeah, I just find Duolingo a bit yeah. a bit too easy. It needs to be uh, WhatsApp video clips for those phrases. Yeah, well, I mean, we could just. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm basic, very basic. So I'd have to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You are basic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we could um, sort of house party or FaceTime and just try and speak French. Um, I mean, it might be very okay. painful, but um, I think it's probably the best way to try and learn. Well, yeah, get get Matt involved as well, because then. I understand, you know, like how English people speak mm. French. So, like Matt, like yeah. fluent in French, but in an English way. Whereas if Pearl yeah. spoke, yeah. as other are, yeah. I'd be a bit like, oh god, just slow down, yeah. like please. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm keen okay, for that. Cool. Let's do that. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, about uh, is Babel free also? No, I think you have to pay for it because I I downloaded it and then was like paying for it. Absolutely <laughs> <like>, no chance. <laughs> <Bend> oh. <it> <laughs> That's so my commitment to uh, learning a new language, but yeah, it's, it is meant to be really good. Mm. Hey, there's gonna be some fluent gaze after this. Oh, you said about um, like the NHS is probably gonna struggle yeah. after this. Do you think like, people that are transgender and taking taking things like tea are they gonna like, struggle to get access to that? Yeah, that, like, I think you know, unfortunately, at the moment, I think particularly at the moment, just because it is all really kicking off, like anything non-emergency based is it's sort of getting put to the side um and it's just purely i think you know people realize the importance of all of, of everything else that needs to be done but at the moment it really is all like all hands on deck and and trying to to just sort of it's almost you know unfortunately like damage limitation of how bad this could get um and i think a lot of people transgender um you know people with mental health issues um you know people with just other medical issues that they do need sorting are unfortunately gonna gonna suffer as a result um but hopefully you know particularly you know as us as general practice uh well, general practitioners and other medical professions our jobs to try and sort of identify the people who will be most vulnerable or you know more likely to be impacted from this going forward and and trying to reach out to them really and and sort of be proactive about 
sort of checking in on them, making sure they're all right, see if there's any needs that they have that aren't being met. And, you know, hopefully by doing that, we can try and sort of support people because, you know, obviously it must be incredibly difficult. It's difficult for everyone. But, you know, if you have other things going on as well, it, you know, it would just be, just be multiplying all your anxieties and, and problems. Definitely. Sorry to put you on the spot. You went into like super professional doctor mode there. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> sipping on my beer. It was impressive. I was like, my GP, Ollie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ever see the side of me, to be honest. So, Yeah, that's definitely 100% true. What do you guys think about that? Um, all the gays that are still hooking up and and there's like the condom shortage as well. I think that's going to impact things after this dies down. Why is there a condom shortage? I just, I only just re heard about this. Um, suppliers in yeah. Malaysia, so they kind of produce as many, and they produce for like the whole globe or distribute across the world. Mm -hmm. Wait, on Gadio, they were saying um, it was quite professional how they did it, and it's like to protect the NHS, don't go out and get that dick appointment. Don't go out and um, meet up anyone. Just you know, protect. The people around you and they said um yeah so if you can't get like um a partner to have sex with the best person to have sex with is yourself so they're promoting self-sex basically masturbation in its finest yeah just uh love yourself if you can't love nobody else so <laughs> start with that okay yeah it's difficult isn't it because people are always gonna you know they're always going to go for hookups so like regardless i mean even if we go into full-on quarantine i'm sure there's yeah there'll, there'll be a way that people people do it um yeah i don't i don't really know what you can do about it to be honest um but we desperate times for that day yeah we're willing to go i think one of the scary things as well though is um particularly in these times when we talk about community like it Ultimately, like sex is also a dick in addiction, right? There's a lot of sort of yeah. um, people, particularly in our community, like who going a week without sex is actually quite challenging for them. Not not just going a week without alcohol, going a week without any of these things that like LGBT people are more like uh, prone to abusing. Um, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all that people are still hooking up and that. Um, I think it's just probably really challenging for some people. I just hope that like. Um, all the STI clinics and stuff are preparing themselves for um, all 100% be a spike. Um, yeah. Maybe now, yeah. but like at least when we come out of lockdown, people are going to be going even more wild. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a massive spike then as well. And I hope there's, I hope they don't sort of crumble under the pressure of the demand that's going to kind of um, come to fruition, I think. Yeah. It's a bit mad though. I thought I'd love to see the data at the end of this during this period. It's, because you would expect like a, a massive decline in stuff as well. Hence, like pollution's going down, you know, infection rates, common diseases going down, apart from obviously COVID 19. Mm -hmm. But the explosion on, and the stress of all public services and everyone just goes mad, you know, that first weekend back. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, I mean, it won't happen, but can you imagine if, say, this all ended just before Hoopla? Like, it would look <laughs> Brock Hopper, <laughs> and my God, <laughs> that would be a mess. Penis and semen, like it's actually. <laughs> <laughs> they closed Herne yeah. Hill, haven't they? Is that right? Well, I is that... Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's. Oh. Um, I don't actually know if it's open again today. They closed it on the weekend, um, okay. but I think I don't know. Like what you. you 
people and if they're allowed to go outside to exercise like you inevitably you know very few people are fortunate enough obviously in london to have a, a garden or space attached to their property where they can and even if they do if they have the option mm. of going to somewhere outside to exercise i mean it, you know breaks the monotony of being inside the whole time so you know, mm. it, i think it's just difficult like if you're outside of london there's probably loads of places you could go and exercise and not encounter anyone but if you're in london you you're going to be surrounded by people just because it's so densely populated. Uh, from my understanding as well of the Brockville Park situation was that from the photos that I saw, um, it didn't it didn't look like anybody wasn't practicing social distancing. Yeah, the figures that they were quoted saying about people that were like actually entered the park. Yeah, when you rounded it up to the amount of acres uh, that was actually like that Brockville Park is like it. There's enough space for all those people to actually have gone at the same time and still practice social distancing. Yeah, I mean, I used to go uh, for runs on when I do my I do like a long day working on Wednesday, and I used to run from my practice in Hoxton to Victoria Park and run round it. And like, even they've just and they've closed that now because it was so busy. But the last time I went, it was really busy. But in all fairness, like people were exercising in like twos. Um, I mean, there was loads of people there, but they were trying to to do what they were sort of told but yeah I think I don't know I mean it's I think it's just a bit inevitable in London you, you're not going to be able to properly socially distance yourself if you're going out and about and the thing is it's like people in households so you could have a household yeah. of six flatmates or eight flatmates and you've got to try and police that so if you're a policeman and going over to a group of eight that are isolating yeah. themselves all together that's kind of you know it's a stress for the police. Yeah, it must be such an incredibly difficult job, like having to try and keep on top of that. Um, <coughs> well, <coughs> so olive, olive related cough, not um, COVID. So, like, I was going to think about birthdays as well. Um, like, mine's mum just had a 60th. She did. And we kind of had to do a little virtual quiz. Let her win, oh, obviously. You know, so- not because we were shit. She won the quiz. She was super happy. She started drinking champagne at half one. She still has to go to work because her job is... It's, she works for a lighting company that does um, the lights for the NHS. So she goes in and she's only admin, but like the factories there, they provided new uh, lights for the Birmingham uh, hospital that opened up. So, um, you know, she still has to go to work. She's only part-time, but she has to go in like yeah. one and a half days. Um so yeah, we just celebrated her 60th birthday on the second of April. Get it, Viv. Um, and she enjoyed it, but she's she had so many plans from like end of March to like you know the end of the year, like many of us. But she's she's took it hard, but she understands. And everything's now being pushed back to September. So I was taking her to see Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> um, uh, on the second of May, they are expensive, mm. you know. Um, Actual Stevie Nicks. She's like, bare expense. So, uh, yeah, we was going to see that. Um, but that's being pushed to uh, September now, uh, the day after we're going to see Celine Dion as well. Oh it's the yeah. gay dream. Back it's to the back. gay Homo fest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, so, my, my step... My, <laughs> my brother-in-law got me Celine Dion because... I became an uncle recently. So he just said, you'll be lucky enough to penny loads. So here's tickets to see Celine Dion with your sister and your mom. Like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. But the reason why I was getting onto it, so Jay, you're obviously shrouded in mystery a lot of the time. 
never know what you're up to. Oh, yeah. What's she doing? What's well, she doing? Um, there's a potential, well, milestone birthday coming up yeah, next month. Know. Or is it? I don't know. Is it 33? <laughs> What's your age, Jay? I can categorically confirm that my actual <laughs> age is 29. Contrary to what all the queens already in their 30s <laughs> like my age to be. Oh, the shade. <laughs> For any context, um, there was I do the administration for Stonewall and um, come across Jay's date of birth, and um, we'll just say there was a discrepancy. Does there. it say 1987? Um, it didn't. No, it did not. <laughs> anyway, moving <laughs> on. What are you planning to do to celebrate a quarantine birthday? Because it's kind of looking likely, right? So, yeah, what are you doing, Jay? What would you? You know, it's a bit of a difficult one, but well, what was you going to do? Yeah, was anything planned? I and now what yeah. planned? I was actually going to do like um, like a karaoke. I was going to rent out like a karaoke. So obviously, uh, one of the players who plays with FC. Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He owns the uh, karaoke bar in Sona. Right? Who does? Gaku. Gaku. And I thought it would have been really like the yeah. I thought it would have been really cute for like uh, to see how much it would have. But in the absence of that, I'm still feeling like a karaoke vibe could could be had. You know, I feel like we could do like a bit of a online maybe house party karaoke flex <laughs> yes i am so into that i'll be <laughs> saying yes to literally my worst nightmare <laughs> yeah I, like, I'm, I actually like i feel physically sick hearing the sound of my own voice singing it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. you just take a lot of stuff and get through I don't know it and really okay. oh my god it's so bad so bad. really yeah. Just like you know, you know, you like really try and like shift tones. There's just no movement. Like literally, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it. I'm not going to sing. I will survive. No, you've got to. You, if you, you've got to join in. Everyone's got to do one song. Good. It's Jay's birthday. What do you want? Oh, yeah. I'm going to hide behind a duet. Because I'll just pretend the thing and uh... oh, we do Kiki D and Alton John. That's what we were already doing. That <laughs> yeah. shotgun, shotgun Alton. Was there a theme on music, or is it just oh, a little, little bit of everything? Thing. I feel like uh, yeah, my mates are quite diverse, so I'd hate to kind of put any shackles on it. What's your go-to? Changed over the years, actually. Me and me and Tom's Tom's my boyfriend. For anybody uh, who's new to kind of um, me mentioning the term Tom, but me and Tom you uh, up the other day. Um, Okay. Yeah, what did you wear? We did a duet. <laughs> yeah, we did a duet. What was it? Um, Shania Twain. <gasps> I <laughs> love Shania Twain. I had an album in the nineties. I asked for it for Christmas. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down for like Shania Twain. Maybe like old school. We used to do uh, with one of my mates. We used to do Kooks Naive. Uh, oh, that's a classic. Kooks yeah. ages. Yeah, man. That's a uni, uni special with it. Oh, we're showing our age now. But... Oh, you should have had that on your music <laughs> round, actually. I would, have, oh, I would have got all uh, Um But yeah, I love a bit of, love a bit of karaoke. I didn't used to. I used to. I grew up hating it. But then I was, uh, I actually hated someone who was Northern for like about, it was like a long distance relationship for like three, four months. And I don't know if anyone's been to North, but they're obsessed with karaoke. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we used to go out. Um, can we confirm? Yeah. Bougie Cheshire, <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> Cheshire Border 
for a start. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, I hate karaoke, but I, I know a lot of people who, who are obsessed with it. I, I don't, I'm not aware of it being a massive Northern thing, but I'd like, I'm not really Northern. I'm just like bare pretending. <laughs> I went out in Liverpool and there was um, a bar. It was just like a pub and it was just, the karaoke was insane there. The Scousers can fucking sing and every you know tragic mess after tragic mess could really sing it was so good and every other song was a Beatles song so yeah that's, i'm saying it you know they're okay but they're not tragic over there but it was um it's a northern generalization right there that's uh, well i'm not northern I'm <laughs> well yeah <laughs> yeah i mean have you got range yeah you you Tom got range. um i've definitely got range um i sing a lot in the shower and and, and tom's tom's quite here for he hasn't told me to sharp yet so um and his brother philip actually commented on my singing in the shower as well. So I think I'm getting, I might be singing like really, really loudly or well enough and not be offended by it. Was his comment, that was really loud or that was really good? It was like, I heard you singing in the shower. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't tell me to stop. So, um, yeah. Keep that really All right, I've got, I've got two things I want to go through. So have you seen that list online about what every gay yeah. is doing during lockdown. <laughs> you know, the banana birds. I am the cliche right now. <laughs> I have bleached blonde hair, trying to go silver, but it won't do it. Because I have brown hair. And I've just made banana bread today. So I've completed quarantine game. Um, banana bread come out fucking fantastic. So I'm really happy with it. But yeah, I mean, dyeing your hair, shaving your hair, cooking, um, I think is... Is what a lot of gays are doing right now. But yeah, banana bread, you I've said done. banana bread was good. Don't know. Yeah, it is. You, I've it before you eat it. So good. Like, you know, when it's you good. go to places and you ask for it and they always like, do you want it toasted? I've always been like, no. And then one day I said, yes. And game changer, honestly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's only like come out of the oh, oven about an hour okay, ago, fine. so it's still warm and soft and moist. Um, <laughs> so it's still good, but I probably yeah. will toast yeah, it no, tomorrow. Honestly, I, I was I was always confused by the question, but I can see why they ask it now. It's worth it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that. yeah okay. You always want it hot, though, didn't you, I guess? Always like, want it hot. But cakes mm. and things like that. Like, yeah, hot cake, hot chocolate fudge cake with, like, some ice and cream. And pastries, yeah. you get a warm croissant. Oh. Mm. It's a good shit. I mean, I think I've been shamey in cake in secret as well. <laughs> Just with Mark you said you had a whole cake the other day. My one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, he doesn't know, but oh yeah, well he does now. But um, I didn't know there was a cake here, but it's been and gone. <laughs> I find it easy to hide truths. <laughs> but what was I want to know? Like, obviously, Ollie and Jay in good shape. How are you guys keeping in keeping fit, keeping in shape, and quarantine? What's your secret, Jay? What are your tips? <laughs> I haven't been to be honest. <laughs> you say that, and you're absolutely <laughs> shredded still when we go back. So two things have been good. <laughs> both good and bad at the same time. So I uh, if I don't play football or go to gym, um my default is I just lose loads of weight. So I just I just like completely just strip down. Um so I've lost loads of weight. But on the plus side, um for all the listeners, uh I do have KFC's guaranteed 
four times a week. Every four week. times a um, week. At least what, every four times a week. Every week. Yeah. Uh, what are you ordering? So, what's your order? This is how I classify it to myself. So, I don't ever go and have like a proper meal. I don't get like a uh, like a, like what are those bo- the fully loaded boxes? I won't get any of those. I'll get like a snack box. So you get like either one piece of chicken and chips or like hot wings and chips. But it's never like a full meal. So every time I go, I'll get one of those. And then I reckon roughly about two of those make a full meal. So I'm only justifying it as like two massive KFC meals a week. <laughs> Not a bargain bucket, basically. Oh, yeah. I had like 16 piece bucket, corn chicken, fries, and six sodas. If I had that, so. I understand. Yeah, I do. Like, if I ate a bucket, I'd be like, too slow. It doesn't affect me, sadly. I wish it did, because then at least I'd be able to work with something. But yeah, when I got the email from KFC saying that they were going to close down, doing a lot. Shed a tear. Raging. Just to explain that are other chicken uh, providers available. That are oh, other yeah. chicken providers. I was going to ask: Do you go to like Just Eat and like go to some dodgy ones or anything like that? Is it the same, or do you do that? There's one uh, near where I live in Lincoln. Yeah, they're not they're not open. Then I'll probably just skip it. I still think one of my favourite things I've seen is when I when we arrived in Rome for the Euro Gay Games and I was walking down the road having just got off the coach and looked across the road and saw you and Mike Sholly coming out of KFC. I was like, <laughs> literally in Rome. I can confirm that was the first meal. I remember that. <laughs> Similar. I think we're all, all like quite introverted naturally. 
you cut it out again, Jay. Do you you all have X-rated tendencies, or is that just (laughs) (laughs) extroverted? He said, said (laughs) extroverted. Yeah. Oh, extroverted. Okay. 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 New dynamic. Yeah. So it's been interesting. I think like uh, the hardest, um, the hardest has been is is when they closed the. uh, So we got into like a cute routine. where we play tennis a lot, so they're both really into tennis. Um, but then, like the second week of lockdown, they closed down the tennis courts, um, which caused a little bit of friction. Um, and then, pretty much, uh, me and Tom had an argument about water once, which it was just uh, it was just a, a silly <laughs> argument where you know. Um, you, you kind of step back about the next day, just like, oh, we really just had an argument about water. Yeah, lockdown's <laughs> probably getting to us. <laughs> it wasn't serious. Oh right? my god, that's really... shit's getting real. When it's yeah, there's yeah. a that kind of argument going down. That hit me hard too because tennis is is my number one sport, and with the closures of the courts and like. I just got a bit sad that day. Mm-hmm. And then with Wimbledon being yeah. cancelled, it's just like, okay. It, it's it getting real. In the war, real, real. Real. did anyone get called a H2Ho? <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. I wish I had said that. I was looking for a joke to disarm the situation. But where were you when I needed you? <laughs> There's still time. You can send it in now. Just send it. Like, what? Just like, you think H2O? Okay. Uh, I'm clearly going <laughs> Or whatever <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, Personally, we just had a routine where, you'd like, okay, you go out for a walk and a or a circle or something by yourself and have some some me time, or we'll just go in the other room and watch Netflix or something and just chill for a couple of hours, and then we just gravitate towards each other. Like I was trying to do some work today, and then the next minute I know that. Martin's basically mooning me and backing it up <laughs> into my face. I'm just sat on it. And I've the camera's not on right now. I think we just have a good understanding of when we need space and time and then then we just turn into cats and then just like, you know, purr all over each other. Yeah. So we know what we're doing. In, uh, it's good to have that death. balance, man. Yeah. Like, essentially. I'm quite sorry for my housemate, his, uh, well, She's also my housemate, but she's moved back in with her parents for, uh, well, I don't know for how long. But he, so he, he's still working quite hard. He works for like DFT, like Department for Transport, and he's been working really hard at home. And he can't, he didn't really have like a good setup to go home to his parents, and they're from a similar uh, town that's quite close to each other in the Midlands. Um, but he's not seen her now for like, I don't know, like six weeks, maybe. Um, well maybe yeah around that maybe a bit less but like that must be so tough they've lived together for like over two years um so yeah i think that you know it's obviously putting a lot of strain on relationships and things i think there'll probably be like a new strength in a lot of relationships because if you can like ride this out pretty much because we'll probably end up on lockdown right with people kind of flouting the rules and still trying to have parties and stuff because we've we've here as well but and you might create like a generation of solid relationships, a bunch of fitness fanatics and a bunch of alcoholics. Isn't that what the <laughs> said as well? But um, to test your relationship, yeah, just bring down each other. Um, yeah. 
I also think that probably uh, you're probably going to lose a lot of couples that you thought were strong during this period as well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Well, there was um, China. They had a record number of divorces filed on the first day of lockdown being um, <laughs> officially over. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's certainly going to test a few relationships, yeah. right? But I think it's just probably striking that balance, though, isn't it? So. Well, sure seen there's, um, there's like a comedy video of an old Italian couple and um, like the the woman's on the balcony playing like the violin um, and obviously the like, husband has just had like absolutely enough he just like goes out and grabs the violin and yeah. starts like breaking yeah. it and they'll have a massive argument <laughs> yeah they'd obviously just push each other buttons to like the limit um, <laughs> don't mind don't take up the violin as long with your uh... <laughs> not going to take up the violin oh because um... There's of videos going around of um, they're all like singing songs and like uh, people out of instruments, like like a neighbourhood thing. And then there was loads of uh, people would obviously not Photoshop, but like thrown over like popular tracks <laughs> and just saying, "Oh my god, they're singing like Dua Lipa's like latest hit in the neighbourhood." Oh, and then like the artists were like retweeting it, thinking, shit. "Oh yeah, yeah, I can't believe this is <laughs> so beautiful." And everyone was like, "Don't I'm bitch. That's, that's ironic. So who's DB1 and DB2 well, out of uh, well, you and Jay, Ollie? What I would say is I didn't win the awards <laughs> last year. It's all propaganda. Yeah. This is propaganda. There's a, there's, there's a calculated tactical uh, campaign against me, I feel like. <laughs> I'd say there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in Girl Gang as well. Like, you know, I think there's plenty of candidates up there for, for dumb bitch awards. Um, and they just, yeah... I mean, oh, yeah. thankfully they pick on Jay rather than me, but um, yeah, they, <laughs> they definitely do seem to to target certain people of the group. I think they target the smart ones. Exactly. Just haters gonna hate. If you haven't got any haters, you're not doing anything right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst people to have on your quiz team, although somehow you won the last one, so I still don't get that. Yeah, yeah no, he's reprieved. I think push comes to shove, he always uh, the cream always rises. <laughs> <laughs> right, for context, DB is dumb, bitch, which is obviously genderless. Um, I think Jay, Jay was our champion in our and, friendship and group for last full, year. full disclosure, so, uh, I have said something incredibly dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I'm not a dumb bitch because I definitely. Am. <laughs> Whether I'm oh, is another, is another debate. That should have been your acceptance speech. <laughs> yeah. Just declaring that I am a dumb bitch. I'm, I'm, this I'm gonna throw this out there for the last little little thing because we're running a little short on time now. But I was gonna say ghosting. Like now, people are having to, you know, have e dates and things like that, and are probably getting to know people properly through like thorough conversations and you know chats rather than you know the cycle where people meet someone and like, oh, there's probably something better out there. Do you think there's going to be a kind of return to classic dating and like less ghosting? Well, my friend Ginny, um, she is just gone off dating completely because of everything she wasn't having a great time before it anyway and this has just enforced it that she just doesn't want to do it right now um because she can't see anyone um she the last person she spoke to she just didn't have a um 
connection with him at all. So she decided to just go running with him and that turned into friendship. But this was all before coronavirus. And right now she's like, she just can't be asked. She can't be asked for the chat. She can't be asked for the not meeting up or being able to go, you know, to a party or a disco or anything and just go out. So she's just completely give up on it at the moment. It's just focusing on herself, which I don't know if any others mm. single people yeah, are doing that. I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine it's the easiest time to start. I think it's either like, I think the worst thing actually would be if you've met someone just before this happened, you've had like, to know like four or five days and you're like, oh, do you know what? Actually, we really like each other. And then boom, like fucking pandemic and lockdown, like there's an absolute killjoy. I won't go from there um, in terms of like, like going forward in a relationship. You, those people can't move in together. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe those people might end up getting ghosted because they, they just don't have that face-to-face contact anymore to carry on seeing each other. Yeah, I'm hoping it's like kind of an end to it. But mm. I think that's like a whole new episode on ghosting, coming and ghosted, that type of stuff. Jay, um, I know you've got something to say yeah, on that. It's, it's weird. So I've, I've never actually been on like <laughs> a serial date or anything. But uh, Tom's brother, Philip, who's uh, obviously like kind of, he's queer also. And he's uh, he had one of those e-dates the other day. Um I think it was like there was a genuine worry. Um, he didn't like the guy back, but he, he said it was a great experience. But there's a genuine worry, particularly like in the period where we're at now, is that like we're looking like we're not going to have a summer. And if you think about like kind of when people tend to hook up or when people tend to be the like, broodiest or, or kind of want yeah. to see the most, everyone prepares for the summer, right? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like the, the period that it's come at is like a real like important period for like people like gearing up to kind of have their hot boy or hot girl something on it. And so I don't know, there is genuine concern. I think whether that will have an effect on the amount of people ghosting or not, I don't know. But yeah, I feel I feel like summer is, is generally the period where people aren't necessarily down for like serious relationships. Yeah. They're just kind of there. <laughs> You look at prides across the world and it's just constant gays making out with each other and bare filth. Um, so you're aware that summer is a hot spot for it all. But with summer gone now, it's going to be um, going to be a lot of illegal activity. We'll see. I think it's going to be mad. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, if you want to shout out your socials, you can follow us on at Fresh Tea Hun on Twitter and Instagram. And guys, you know, shout out your own socials as well. I don't know what mine is. Before we shoot off, even. <laughs> Ollie Rabiola. At Ollie Rabiola. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. That sounds right. That's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's at Richard Martin on Instagram. Mine, well, you can just go for at Fresh Tea Hun. That's easier. Oh, but, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It's been emotional. Right, apparently, I don't need yeah. any more followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can just catch me on uh, Twitter. It's probably the best. Um, just at J- Twitter's uh, at uh, J.90. So that's at J-A-Y-D-O-T. You don't... Yeah, you're really a celebrity anyway. So Bye. Can yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. And we'll catch you all soon. See you later, Queens. Bye, Hans. Bye. Bye.